Corrine, before you go, I, I want to, as the fate of Mifepristone uh, hangs in the balance, I wonder uh, what the White House is thinking and what the president is thinking are options if women lose access to this drug that they've had access to and have needed for their health care for decades. So I'll say this, uh, Mika, we are going to be prepared for whatever the Supreme Court decides, and we will be ready to fight legally, have a long legal battle if that is necessary. What I can say is that we are going to continue to support FDA's uh, evidence-based approval of Mifeprestone. They are an independent agency, and let's not forget, they also oversee uh, a wider range of other prescription drugs. So this, everything's at stake right now. Now. This is a huge fight that is in front of us at this time. And what this administration is going to continue to promise and continue to do is fight for women's reproductive rights. That is something that, that women, millions of women across the country and Americans should know that that is what the Biden-Harris administration is, is going to continue to do, is fight, is fight for women's reproductive rights. The Biden-Harris administration, the Biden-Harris administration, the Biden-Harris administration... Did you hear that? Did you did you did you catch that? The Biden Harris administration when talking about something that is very unpopular about the Republicans and very popular with the Democrats, it was very much emphasized by the White House press secretary, the Biden Harris administration, not the Biden administration, not President Biden, not even Harris by herself, but like like the Biden Harris administration. And I just don't know of any other time when a White House press secretary goes out of their way to reference the vice president in such a way during this particular time when it's being reported that, you know, President Biden, sure, he's going to run again. And I'm just like, wait, no, every alarm bell in my head is going off at the same time right now going, wait, no, he's not running. He is obviously trying to pass this buck to Harris. And it suddenly makes sense. Why hasn't he announced he's running yet? He's the only Democrat who's going to go. I mean, obviously, right? Why isn't he announced yet? And then it all falls into place. The debt ceiling fight, right? If the debt ceiling fight blows up in his face, he wants to be able to take that as the negative and then be able to shield Harris away from it and, and then, you know, put upon her all the positives from his administration, you know, it makes it makes great political sense all of a sudden and that that's all of a sudden like everything came together when I heard her go out of her way to reference that it is the Biden Harris, Biden Harris, Biden Harris administration over and over again in regards to abortion rights and everything else. And it's like, oh, he's not running. This is this is a a, a purposeful, intentful effort by the White House administration or the White House staff to push Harris to the forefront without doing it all the way, right? Like, like that's why they haven't, he hasn't announced because of the debt ceiling thing. If the debt ceiling thing works out in his favor, he'll continue to refer to it as the Biden-Harris administration. And then he'll announce he's not running, but he's, his full faith and support is behind Harris, at which point it will be later. So other Democrats won't have a chance to jump in and fundraise. He, of course, will have complete control of the party and all the money and, and prestige that comes with that, she will be the vice president running for president. Um, and of course, if it also blows up in his face, he can sit back and be like, oh no, that was all my fault. Harris had nothing to do with it. 
Uh, but here's what she did have stuff to do with. And then, of course, emphasize all the positives or the things that are popular uh, in, in in contrast to everything the Republicans are doing. So so I just I heard this. I was just perusing through. I'm still kind of on sabbatical here trying to figure things out. But I but I heard that and boom, like my brain exploded and was like, he's not running this this. No, I mean, you could make the argument, I suppose, that perhaps. Joe Biden is worried about re-election and that he wants to, you know, he doesn't want to go through the whole drama of picking a different vice president. So he's trying to prop her up. But I don't see that. Nobody votes because of the vice president ever. That is the dumbest thing on earth. I mean, it, it wouldn't have mattered who Joe Biden picked as his vice president. Either you were voting Trump or you were voting Joe. And chances are in 2024, it's going to be those two again. So it doesn't matter if it's Harris or not. Maybe you could make the argument, well, he doesn't want to go through the drama of picking a different VP, but he also doesn't want her to be seen as baggage the way like a Sarah Palin was baggage to John McCain. But she's nowhere near the gaffe machine that, that Palin was. And I, I think a lot of people, even, uh, I mean, if you wanted to get into race about it, I, I even think, you know, the African-American community would be like, yeah, if she's not doing it and it's just Joe versus Trump again, and if you don't think Harris is, is up to the task, then yeah, I mean, are we not practical, intelligent human beings who can make decisions? Like, it, yeah, if she's not doing it, if she's not fulfilling her end of the obligate of the, of the job, then yeah, get rid of her. Uh, I, I don't think it would be a negative, but so so for me, I'm just sitting here going, I think it would be easier if he saw her as baggage, it would be easier for him to just cut loose. The sooner the better. Cut and run. And, you know, if she comes after him and gets vindictive, that'll just make her look bad. So she's not going to do that because if she's, you know, at all intelligent. You also have the Feinstein thing going on at the same time. And now all of a sudden I'm wondering, is it possible that this is the deal? Is that he could say... Uh, you, you know, is is that if if this isn't working out, if if the attachment of Biden Harris to all the positives isn't working out, maybe Feinstein resigns and Governor Gavin Newsom is like, hey, I promised you a black woman, Kamala Harris, step right on up, and then she resigns as vice president. It doesn't matter that the Senate, you know, that the Senate is majority Democrat. They don't need a two thirds majority. Uh, they're not going to be able to filibuster the vice presidency um, and honestly let them try. That that would be hilarious. Um, so I, I don't I don't see it as a negative. I, I think that's this is all coming together. You got Feinstein thing going on right now, which, by the way, yes, she should resign. This is just not right. But you have that going on. And I think the negotiations are in effect right now is that Gavin Newsom nominates Harris to be the new senator from California when Feinstein steps down and they're negotiating that right now. Is Newsom going to be the nominee for vice president afterwards? Is that who Joe wants on ticket with him? Um, possibly. Uh, Newsom is from a very blue state and I believe is popular there. I mean, it's it's not impossible, but, but yeah, I just heard this thing. I was like, why does the White House press secretary keep doing this? There's no reason to. There really isn't. Unless Joe's not running and he's trying to make sure his handpicked successor, his own vice president, 
gets to step away from him and carry all the good and none of the bad. And I think that's what's going on now. And I just had to share it. So, yeah, here's a little bonus episode. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.